And look, there we are. It's me, John Park, and welcome to John Park's workshop. Hi. Uh, I didn't expect that song to stop that quick, so I was gonna just kind of hang out and listen to it for a minute, and all of a sudden, boom, the show has started. Uh, so, first of all, I wanna thank you for uh, stopping by, especially if you were, it seems like you were just here. Weren't you all just here uh, last night for the unboxing, the Adabox 13 unboxing? I feel like, I feel like that just happened. Uh, so, hello to everyone over in the Discord chat and in the YouTube, if you're watching us on Twitch or Facebook or other good places like that, uh, and you want to chat with people, come on over to Discord. That's, uh, that's where a lot of the chat's happening, and also over on YouTube. Hey, Matambale, over in YouTube land. Uh, so, let's get on with it, huh? It's always funky to do this show right after an unboxing, because, uh, all of my attention was on that, and then I have uh, just a short period of time to assemble something exciting and fun for today, and I believe I've done it, but you be the judge. Uh, so let's see, to get started, uh, how about, how about, what are we going to look at? Uh, let's pop over to our jobs board. So Adafruit has this jobs board. It's jobs.adafruit.com, if you didn't know. Uh, and it's free. And not only is it free, but you can post your resume on there and uh, share your skills with the world if you're looking to uh, entice someone into hiring you for a gig. Um, ooh, we got a low frequency rumble in the audio. Uh, yeah, I bet I know what that is. Let me know if this fixes it. Um, I've got some audio stuff I'll be demoing later, and I wonder if my mixer wasn't cutting that out. Uh, let me know. Yeah, that's C. Grover over in our chat who's, uh, who's paying attention to my audio. Uh, so jobs.adafruit.com, it's free, and you can post your resume, and uh, you can also post jobs if you're looking to hire someone, and it's free for everyone. So go check it out, would you? Uh, and let's see, what else did I want to mention? I wanted to mention this. So we had our Adabox 13 unboxing uh, yesterday. And now that was 13. It is time. Oh, it's still happening. Still a rumble. I don't know what the rumble is. Let's see. Can I take care of that through? Hmm. Stand by, stand by. Trying to, still trying to determine. Yeah, I see it. I see that. Uh, my thing is kind of weirding out. What's that got to do with anything? Hmm, let's try, let's try turning this off. I'm going to unplug some things that could be culprits, that could be doing audio-ish things. Oh, did that do it? No, I still see that. I still see it fluttering. What? So hold on. Hang on here. Let's see. That's the only thing, uh, yeah, what? I don't know. I hope that's not bugging you too much because I don't I don't know what's going to fix it at this point. It's maybe it's fixed. Hmm, like a motorcycle in the driveway. There's no motorcycle in the driveway. You tell me. I don't I don't see the same uh, peaking. Oh, and it's back. Is it? No, I've got full battery pretty much too. Well, it's a mystery. I hope it's not too annoying. Let me see if I can listen to it. Oh yeah, I totally hear that. Is it going in and out? I've seen this happen before, and I'm not sure what it is. All right. 
It's not happening at the moment. Uh, so I'm going to keep everything still. We'll see what happens when I move. Uh, all right. Well, thank you over uh, in YouTube. UTP216 uh, says the audio sounds fine on your iPhone. Yeah, I think it's not doing it at the moment. But it could be a loose connection on my mic. Oh, yeah, I moved the mic, and now it's doing it. All right. Ah, yeah. Hmm. I think it's that mic connection. All right. Let me unplug it. Stand by. No. I have not made it better. Hold on. And it's still there. Well, maybe that's a little better. Uh, I don't know if the level's good, but I'm going to... Yeah, well, I'm thankful this didn't happen last night, at least. <laughs> and now you're hearing it. You think it's worse. All right. It looks like it's better at the moment. Uh, why don't we move on? So I wanted to mention our coupon code for the week, and that is exterminate, and that will get you 10% off in the Adafruit store. Uh, and uh, you can get all kinds of great stuff in the store other than uh, don't, you won't be able to apply the coupon to gift certificates, software, or subscriptions. Um, but I think when the, uh, when the weird sound started to uh, get my attention, I was mentioning that we do have Adabox 14 shipping in November, and subscriptions are open for that. So if you're interested, go check it out. Uh, I also mentioned the, uh, I mentioned this last night, the, um, in the Adafruit store, we had some Adaboxes available, Adabox 13. So if you want a monster mask before uh, Halloween, you may want to go and check and see if you can get one of those. Uh, because we may not have monster masks available before then, I'm not sure. But there are, uh, there were, as of this morning, some uh, about 40 or so Adabox 13s available, and that gets you everything, uh, all sorts of accessories, not just the mask. So go check it out. Uh, all right. So since I mentioned the store, uh, I'd like to share a product of the week pick that I have this week, and that is this little beauty, which is the Stemma speaker and amp. Um, so this is, I can show you it right here. This is a little 8 ohm speaker and it has a small class D amplifier on it. Oops, this little screen is upside down from what I expected. Uh, and it has a set of alligator clip breakouts as well as this three pin stemma connector. So you can hook this up to anything that has a stemma connector. Uh, we also have stemma to alligator clips. I'll show you that in a second, actually, when I, when I show this in action. Um, so that's a, a nice little way to add a microphone and, or sorry, a, a speaker. Uh, I got microphones on the mind now. Add a speaker and a amplifier to a project. So uh, check out the little Stemma speaker and amplifier. It's uh, quite inexpensive. In fact, I'll show you the uh, product page for that guy. It's $6, and we have 53 of them in stock as of right now. So uh, I think that's a pretty cool little breakout, and I'm, I'm very enthusiastic about all of these different breakout boards that we've uh, been putting into uh, the store because it allows you to add peripherals to your projects without as much sort of breadboarding and, and uh, wiring and 
temporary solutions or soldering stuff together. So uh, I dig the, the uh, move towards various Stemma and Stemma QT connectors on our peripherals. Uh, all right, let's see. I think this is a good time for us to go into the Make Code Minute. All right, look, there's many of me. Uh, let's switch over to the Chrome browser here. And uh, I'm going to try to, yeah, this, this, who knows if this will screw with the mic, but I think it's worth a shot. So for the Make Code Minute today, whoop. yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be our, uh, our little arpeggio. Okay, so let's get this, let's get this set up right. And uh, let me bring on a little, uh, one of these as well. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. For the Make Code Minute today, I want to show you how you can use some simple loops to multiply the frequency of a tone in order to play some simple musical arpeggios. So, if you look at, uh, I'll hide this one for a second. Okay, so if you look in my MakeCode session, I have a forever loop that will run, and I'm essentially running two four loops that will cycle through a value. The first one is the index value, and that runs zero to three. When that runs, what it's gonna do is it will call a change to the root note of a little arpeggio using this little uh, list I have here of root notes. Then, once we've established a root note, I have this little arpeggio that runs, it'll play zero through six, so it plays seven notes, and it plays that root tone based on our index of the list, and then it multiplies that by this number, either zero through six for half a beat, and plays a little tone. I'm also playing a frame from an animation. Uh, so if you look at my overhead in the down shooter and listen, And then I added a slide switch to be able to mute that. Uh, so that is a pretty simple way that you can use the uh, for loops and a little bit of math to create a little tune without having to individually select all of the notes. And that is your Make Code Minute. Right, we got through that, which is good, and the microphone still seems to be working. Uh, and you'll notice there I had the, uh, the little uh, stemma connector there to give me sort of a, a better sound. In fact, let me play that and you can listen to the difference between the onboard speaker and this uh, stemma speaker. So there's the onboard. Oops. And there's the much louder stemma speaker. Uh, and, you know, the Circuit Playground Express actually does a pretty good job because it has its own little amp and speaker on there, but you may find there are uh, projects where you want to add, let's say, to a feather or a itsy bitsy or a trinket or a gemma, something that just doesn't have any of that um, audio amplification built on. This might be a good choice for you. All right, uh, let's see. Hey, over there in, uh, 
YouTube chat land. Hey, you do it. Hello. And Yanni Turnin. Nice to see you all. Uh, all right. Let's see. What do we have next? Um, I wanted to talk about my Make Code Arcade game pick of the week. So we'll pop over to Chrome again here. And this is the, let's see if I can squish this enough so you can see it. All right, hold on. Let's move that over there. I'll regret this later, but screen management uh, is just a reality of the live stream. So FAD, a missile command game, and this is by JLJ1978. Uh, and it is, just as it says on the label, a missile command game. So uh, let's check it out. I'll hit uh, go. So what I'm using is the cursors to move this uh, little missile cursor around. Let's reset the game. I don't see any bad guys coming. Um, and then you can press the A button in order to fire a missile to try to take care of these bad guys before they shoot your city. So just like Missile Command, uh, although I noticed it does not have, as far as I can tell, there's no uh, downside to spamming the missile button. I don't think I have a limited number of them, so you can really light up the sky with them, which is actually pretty satisfying if you've ever gotten frustrated at having to conserve shots in Missile Command. Um, so if we close that down and take a look at the code here, um, check it out in general. There's a lot of great stuff in here, but one thing that I really like that I wanted to point out is, if you noticed, when I moved my cursor around, the little uh, missile uh, launcher was rotating left to right. And the way this is done is using the animation. So this is the little missile launcher in its default state. And then you can see here, it's actually built as an animated series of sprites. Um, as of right now, there isn't a good uh, rotation transform built into make code. So uh, a simple way to deal with this is to use animated sprites. So as we uh, head left, we get this frame of an animation, and then this frame of an animation. And when we go right, we get these two. Uh, and you can see what's controlling those is really elegant and simple. It's the cursor. So this is the player cursor looking at the x value. If it's less than 32, we head uh, left. And if it's less than 64, we had the, the further left, uh, and so on. So it's essentially tracking the position on the screen through the X location of that uh, cursor. And so you get this really nice effect. Let me see if I can bring back my uh, simulator here. So if you're paying attention to it now, uh, let me reset because I just got blown up. You'll see that that little missile battery there is has this cute little animation. It's just two frames to each side in the center, but it's really effective. Uh, and so I think that's a nice uh, example of using the animation extension inside of Make Code Arcade to enhance the look of the game. And that was my Make Code Arcade game of the week. Thad, a missile command game. I don't know what Thad means. I should, I should look that up. Um, all right. so. It looks like we still have a functioning microphone, which is terrific. Um, I'm very glad about that. The problem is, however, I'm about to move around, and I could totally screw that up. We'll see. Um, so as you saw, maybe by the, the uh, little label at the bottom here, it says the voice changer mask is the project build of the week. Uh, and so let's, um, 
we'll head over to the workbench for a second, how about? And bring this off. And I did this demo during the live stream last night, and I'll do it again. Um, what I have is the Monster Mask running a new version of the um, mask code, the UF2 mask code. And this version allows you to um, flip a little flag inside of the config file that will turn on the voice changer. Now, how does the voice changer work? We've got the PDM microphone right here. It's a little breakout microphone. This actually came in the, in the uh, Adabox kit. And you can also get this separately on the store. And it's plugged using a Stemma QT connector, this tiny little Stemma QT connector, into the microphone input port on the back of the Monster Mask. So the microphone is being um, uh, listened to by the uh, code. And then the voice is being processed using some digital signal processing code. Uh, and then output over the stereo connector. There's a three and a half inch, uh, three and a half inch, three and a half millimeter stereo connector. And then I'm just running that into a guitar amplifier, a little sort of portable guitar amplifier that Phil B recommended for costume use. Um, and so with this running, what will happen? I will talk into this and you'll hear both my voice and the uh, adjusted voice. And the way this is working right now. This is it's repitching it, and it's also modulating it with a hundred hertz sine wave. If you use the three buttons on the top, you can pitch this up, so uh, or down rather. So that's kind of endlessly fun to play with. But what I wanted to do is show you uh, a little bit about how that is set up if you want to add that to your board. Um, so I have, uh, let's, let's go to the workbench or the uh, workstation computer here. And I'm going to open up, uh, let's see, first of all, this is the Arduino code. So right now, I'm not sure if we have a, uh, if this has been compiled into the UF2 that you download, it probably is. So if you go to, uh, in fact, let me bring up uh, Firefox here and head to that learn guide. So this, under the main uh, Monster Mask learn guide, you can head down to uh, the building eyes from source code section. Make sure you can see that, yeah. Uh, so on this page, it says, next, cu next couple of pages explain how to set up uh, the Arduino software. So if the straight up UF2, which is here on the quick start, uh, flash the file system, and then this eyes firmware, it may be built into this one by now. Uh, so try that first. If it's not, you'll want to head over to this um, configure from source code, and then you will upload uh, the code and graphics from this project uh, from Arduino onto your Monster Mask. Uh, and then after you've uploaded that, it's still not going to do the voice changer. In fact, if you look in the main mask guide, we've got a, a voice changer link here. It says, 
Uh, it's not a standalone program anymore, which is cool. It's merged into the iCode and runs at the same time. These used to be separate uh, programs. So now if you, uh, oops, let me go back. If you head to this link, Configurable Settings Voice Changer, um, there's a little bit here about using a uh, amplifier with it and how you'll plug things in. And it says here the voice changer is off by default. So if you want to turn it on, it says you're going to use this uh, little option, voice colon true. Um, so that, let me switch over to a text editor. That is the config.i um, configuration file, which you're probably already used to if you've been doing eye stuff on the Monster Mask. This is where you specify things like the radius of the pupil and which texture map you're using for the iris and the sclera. Um, all you'll need to do is add a few more lines to this in order to use the voice changer code. In fact, you only need this line here, voice true. If you turn that, uh, if you add that line to your code, make sure you put the comma afterwards. Uh, resave your config.i file on your board and then hit reset, it will begin to uh, do the voice changing. And it's subtle at first because it doesn't pitch it uh, up or down and it's not using the wave modulation, so you'll, you'll want to try using the buttons to bring the pitch up and down to hear the effect. Um, also, a good piece of advice that Phil had is talk in a normal voice, even slightly quiet voice, so that helps um, not blow out the mic as well as allows people to hear the, the sound that's amplified more than your real voice. If you want to then get fancy with the modulation, which is one of the things that gives it that ring modulation Dalek sound, uh, which is why exterminate is our coupon code of the day, uh, you'll add in a waveform. So this is a modulation waveform and a modulation frequency, which is this line here, modulate 40. Um, I, I want to attempt fate here, and this could be what's been causing my problems, who knows, but I'm going to plug in this board directly into my mixer and I'll put on some headphones. You're going to hear quite a bit of noise from this. It's, it is noisy and I've got a lot of things plugged in, but so... what happens with the waveform sign modulation set to 40. And I can make the voice a lot higher. And let me turn this up a little bit more for you. There we go. Uh, and I'm just going to check over in Discord to see if you're able to hear this. Let me know. And I'm also going to pitch it way, way down because that is the ultimate test of your patience, humans. Okay, it's really difficult to not issue terrifying commands to you all when I'm using this voice uh, modulator. In fact, I'm having too much fun. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's just a lot of fun. Uh, so, so now what I'll do, I've got this one plugged in. Uh, I'll plug it into USB. So I've got this, this monster mask is plugged in over USB. And I'll show you how to change uh, some of those settings. So I have the voice changer uh, set to on. And we can change the waveform. We'll use a square wave. And we'll use a higher frequency modulator. 
Uh, I don't really know what this is going to sound like. So now I'm hitting save here. And then I'll press the reset button on the mask. And that will cause it to restart with the new settings that are found on there. With any luck, there we go, it'll pop back up. And then I'm going to bring that level back in. And we'll see the difference. So now we have a higher frequency square wave that gives you some interesting harmonics. All right, so that uh, is that's how simple it is. Once you get things set up, in order to uh, change your uh, voice settings in the config file, and while you're there, you can also do things like change the graphics files. Now, um, one thing that I showed last night—I don't have it set up right now—but uh, an interesting thing that you can do with the um, UF2, the current uh, Mask Eyes UF2 file, is you can save multiple config files: config i, config 1.i, config 2.i, and config 3.i. And each of those can have different settings when you hold either the down A or up button, so these three um, buttons that are on the top of the monster mask, during reset, it will, with no buttons pressed, pick config.i, but with each of those, it can pick a different config.i. So that means you can have a version without voice changing and one set of eyes. You can have a version with a different set of eyes and voice changing another one that has a different set of eyes and voice changing with different settings on it. So that's how you can go in and choose, uh, I want to have a certain um, modulation type, uh, a certain modulation frequency. And I believe you can set the pitch as well. So instead of starting at zero uh, offset to the pitch, which is what it does currently, you can go into this file. And I believe um, if you set the pitch in here, and uh, I'm not sure what the, what the values are for that. Uh, if it's not in the guide, we'll update it soon. But that'll allow you to uh, have a preset that's a deep voice config versus a high voice config. So that if, especially if you're doing a performance of some kind or a cosplay type of thing, uh, bringing out a prop, you won't have to think about it. You won't have to remember to hit buttons. Um, so that is the basics of the voice changer. I didn't have time for this. I was thinking of adding it to some little uh, inexpensive rubber hand puppets that I got uh, recently. And uh, this, this might just be big enough to fit the eyes, and it'd be kind of fun to have a little prop that you can maybe place in your window and then talk through the voice changer and have uh, the glowing eyes here and a, um, an amplifier of some kind so that you can freak out uh, people coming up to your front door for Halloween. That's, that's the goal of a lot of this stuff, right? Um, all right. Well, that about wraps it up. So I want to thank you again for stopping by. And uh, before I go, a little reminder, you can get 10% off in the store if you use the code exterminate. And uh, with that, I will say goodbye. And I will see you next week on John Park's workshop. Thanks, everyone.